Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at troubleshooting methodologies. We'll be discussing basic troubleshooting approaches. We'll talk about resolving or escalating your, the problem. And then we'll look at the debug and the terminal monitor commands. This episode is part of my series on introduction to networks for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. The basic troubleshooting approach that we should look at typically is characterized by these six steps. The first step is to identify the problem. This is typically what you should do because if you don't identify the problem, you're not sure exactly what you're fi fixing. Although tools can help you identify what the problem is, a lot of times a conversation with the end user is your best approach to figure out what isn't working. Now. From my experience, not only do I typically include a conversation, but I make them show me what the problem is. Because I would say at least 50% of the time, when they show me what the problem is, it miraculously works. And the reason for this is because I'm standing there, I'm watching them, I'm making sure they do every step. They make sure that to do every step, not to skip something, not to hold down the caps lock or something like that, but it miraculously fixes that problem. Once you identify that problem, the next step is to, okay, let's think about what could be the cause of this problem. Let's theorize about it. And oftentimes you may come up with multiple theories at this step. Then, once you have your theories, we're gonna go ahead and test them. We're going to apply a fix, we're going to make a change and see if that fixes it. Oftentimes we try the quick, easy things first. If that doesn't work, then we'll have to go back and we'll have to do some research on what that problem is. Once you've established what the exact problem is, a lot of times you go through and we'll make up a plan of action here to figure out how are we going to correct that problem? How are we going to correct that problem? Implement the solution so we don't have this problem again. After you implement the solution and, and correct the problem, you typically go, you should go back and verify the solution. Oftentimes in the world of IT, we don't have time to go back and fix this. Normally what happens here is if your user doesn't complain about the problem anymore, you're going to consider that fixed at that point in time. Also, we look at what preventive measures we can implement to not have this problem again. Maybe we need to give additional training. Maybe you need to update your documentation and have better clear language on your documentation to use a certain system or process. And finally, when you're done, document your findings. Figure out what you've done, write down your actions, write down what the outcomes were. Because there's a chance that somebody else could have that exact same problem. And in the future, it'd be nice to do this. And a lot of times people create what we call knowledge bases, a group of articles that help us in our troubleshooting. And what is the problem? How do we do this? How do we correct this problem we are having? We create knowledge base articles to help us document that. I hope you're liking this episode on troubleshooting methodologies. If you have the time, please leave a comment and let me know what you think about troubleshooting methodologies. You can also visit my website, 
at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Sometimes when we get a problem, we can't solve it right away. We need to go back, we need to research it. And sometimes it's out of the scope of what we can do. Sometimes because we need a manager decision. We're not authorized to make that decision or make that change to the system. Maybe we don't have the expertise on that. We need to go to the person in the company that is responsible for that system, that is the expert in that system to help us fix that problem. Maybe we just don't have the network access level to do that. Maybe we're not a systems administrator. Maybe we're a systems administrator for routers and switches, but on the Windows system, we don't have the administrator privileges because those aren't, those aren't our systems. We're not responsible for that. Your company security policy should clearly state when a tech technician has a problem, what should they do? Should they resolve it? Should they escalate it? What is the process for escalating a problem? Who do we notify? Is, is there a form? Is there a system? Is there software we enter this in? And then the next person will get notified. How do we go about this process? Another command to help you troubleshoot as a, as a network administrator in the Cisco IOS, we can use the debug command. In privilege exec mode, you can go ahead, type debug, and then put a space question mark. And what this does is when you turn on one of these features, and you could go debug IP, and it will give you all of the little transactions that happen behind the scenes, all the little functions, all the little processes that happen for the IP protocol behind the scenes, it'll print it out in system updates on your screen. And it can be very helpful in troubleshooting. Now, once you turn it on, to turn it off, you put in the word no debug and then the option you have, or you can just do no debug, that'll turn it all off. Or you can use the, unde the undebug command or the debug all command, that will turn it all off. But I do wanna give you a warning that using these debug commands will give you a lot of information on your screen. It'll give you a lot of system updates. Some of them will give you a lot more than others. And sometimes if you do a debug all, you're gonna get every little process, every little transaction that your device is doing on your screen. And it's going to scroll by so fast that you can't necessarily go in there and stop the debug command. And maybe, because you, you're debugging something, your processor is now being overloaded because it has to output all that information to the screen and you can't even enter in the command to do a no debug command. Use it with a grain of salt. Use it only when you need to and see that and try to be as specific about the information as you want to see when you first initially enter in that debug command. And finally, I have one more command that will help you as a network administrator troubleshoot problem. It's the terminal monitor command. What this command does is it displays system messages on remote connections. What I'm talking about is when you console in, when you use that console connect cable to connect into the console port on your device, you use PuTTY, you use TerraTerm, you use your terminal emulation program. As you're going in there and you're configuring your devices, you get system updates. You get 
information on your screen that tells you what is going on. Uh, an interface went up, the line protocol has went up, a routing protocol has been turned on and now it's working. We've discovered a new neighbor. Those all get populated on that console connection. But on a remote connection, most of those messages don't come through. And what Terminal Monitor does is on your remote connection, when you're using Telnet, please don't use Telnet, use SSH. But when you're using your remote connection, Telnet or SSH, it will display those system messages across that connection. And that will allow you to see those system messages as they pop up. To turn it on, you enter in Terminal Monitor. To turn it off, you put the word no in front of it. So no terminal monitor, that turns it off. Most of the time people find these system messages sometimes distracting, but when you're troubleshooting, you may need to get it displayed on your remote connection. This is how you do it. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on troubleshooting methodologies. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, techify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on introduction to networks for the CCNA. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on introduction to networks for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.